Ladies, get a whiff of this advice. Maturity is when you break up with your boyfriend and still visit him every weekend to cook and take care of him till he finds a new girlfriend. And honestly, I can't refute this advice. It sounds very sensible from my end because some of us don't know how to cook and, you know, for some of y'all, y'all cook really well. So I would like to extend my courtesy to the person that gave this advice to please come collect your medal from me because clearly you have deciphered what wife material really is. Alright, I get it, I get it, that's not what wife material really is, but let's be honest, we don't even know what material wife material is made up of. Like, it's it's usually just up in the air and people like to talk about it, but maturity is one of those things that usually falls up on the list of priorities for wife material. And if maturity is when you go and cook and take care of your ex-boyfriend until they get a girlfriend, then wow, like that's 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 next level maturity. How many of you ladies can actually do that though? But anyways, I was just clowning with you guys. We have a podcast to start, uh, so we might as well do this properly. Welcome to Break Time on Westside, your number one break time podcast coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man whose favorite workout is running his mouth. He is a man that has not managed to find the G-spot. And it is none other than your tall, dark, and mildly handsome man, Sir Denver B. The show is Battle of the Sexes, your weekly love, sex, and relationships podcast, where I get to break down some of the issues and many, many trending topics that come up that relate to matters, love, sex, and relationships. So you guys know what to do. If it affects you, if it feels like it's something that we should talk about, the DMs are open on IG. It is at Breaktime on Westside. On Facebook, it is also at Breaktime on Westside. And on Twitter, it is at Bagaka the D. The B and the D are capital. Send in your stories. Send in your many, many questions, comments, and feedback. That's where I expect to find you giving me my criticisms. If you feel like diving into social media seems like a lot of work and you want to do it as you're listening, we are available on CastBox as well. So you can also go and drop your comments there. It's so far the only app that I know of which allows you to do commenting on the episodes. So anyways, I need to get into our topic for today. But before we get to that, I have a bit of an issue. Now, last week, there was a topic that was brought up on a group chat, which I happened to be a part of, which also happened to be echoed when I spoke to some ladies over the weekend. And the thing is, apparently, guys suck at foreplay. Wow. Like, that's very, very weird. I actually didn't know of this. But a lot of guys actually suck at foreplay. Now, this could be a regional thing. This could be a global thing. This could be something that only affects Nairobi, Kenya. I don't know. But it still does seem pretty weird because I'm going to say this on a personal level. I actually really like foreplay. I find foreplay to be quite interesting. Like it's one of those bits where it's like there's a level of finesse to it that can kind of make someone really like you without having to bang you. It's just one of those things. But the mere fact that there's a lot of guys that kind of suck at foreplay is a bit worrying because let's be completely honest right now robots are taking over a lot of things and it doesn't just stop at the professional workforce it even extends into your personal life which is why there's a lot more people buying sex toys there's a lot more people buying jackrabbits and sex bots are available in the market and the thing is 
a foreplay is like one of those few things that you can't really replicate with a sex bot. It's like one of the few things that remains human because you can bang a bot and it'll feel like vagina or it can feel like dick, but it doesn't mean that it'll replace the authentic sexual experience that you get with another human being. And foreplay is one of the things that makes us unique because when I did the episode called Sex Without Kissing, it's one of the Tweet Street episodes from last season, it did kind of bring in this whole idea of, wait, how do people manage to maintain good sexual relations and they don't make out? And I also found it a bit hard to believe, but now that I'm even hearing that there's people that suck at foreplay, I'm kind of starting to understand why some ladies would be okay with the idea of skipping it altogether because there's some of y'all that have actually become quite crap at it. Now, think about it like this, and I'm addressing this to the men and maybe a few women here and there. Foreplay is the difference between a person feeling like they've had a sexual experience and them feeling used. Just think about that properly. Foreplay is the difference between someone having a sexual experience and feeling used because Here's how you look at it. If there's foreplay, then it's like you're easing into it. It's like a formation lap at the start of a Formula One race. It makes sense because you kind of have to warm stuff up. You have to make sure everything is moving. You know, you kind of have to get her juices flowing. But somebody's already going and their only version of foreplay is like what? Maybe a quick peck here and that and then you're busy taking off clothes and trying to bend someone over? Like nah, that's not how foreplay is supposed to be done. And I don't know, maybe I should go and do another episode of The Talk. I used to do that, did that for about three straight seasons, and I have parts one till four. If you want me to do an episode of The Talk, by the way, just hit me up. Go to the Breaktime on Westside handles and just say if you want us to do another episode of The Talk. Because clearly, if people do not know how to give foreplay and they claim that they are good sexual partners, then I honestly don't know what people are actually claiming to be because good is not what they are. So honestly, I think people need to understand that foreplay is important in the bedroom or wherever it is that you're doing it, whether you're doing it in the car, whether you're doing it in the office, whether you're doing it behind a bush somewhere. Foreplay is important. And foreplay is one of the very critical factors that differentiates us from being just a simple sex tool or sex toy. Try to think about it as the difference between WhatsApp and Viber. For those of y'all that still remember what Viber used to be back in the day, they kind of became popular at about the same time. And in as much as there were so many people on WhatsApp and WhatsApp was almost like the preferred option, Viber was still an app that people had on their phones because unlike WhatsApp, which was just messaging, with Viber you could call as well. And guess what happened the minute WhatsApp brought in the calling feature? Viber automatically got kicked out. Viber stopped being so unique. People barely have Viber right now. And WhatsApp is the king. Now imagine if the Japanese, who've really, really made the biggest strides in terms of robots and sex toys, managed to come up with a robot that can mimic good foreplay. Do you think we'll really be needed? Now all those Nazi feminists that say that men aren't important in the world and the world should be full of women will suddenly start pushing their agenda even better because clearly some of you are screwing the pooch. So please, men, go and learn 
on how to do foreplay like something as simple as making out you can get a tutorial on youtube trust me i checked and you can use your index finger and your forearm for practice and all and if you want me to do an episode where i actually give you guys some tips on it by all means ask and i would be glad to do something about that but anyways we need to get into today's topic now sometime last week i was watching an interview on the breakfast club with angela yee charlamagne the god and dj envy and the person being interviewed was an american rapper known as reason from the group tde and while he was being interviewed there was something very interesting that he said i'm gonna play it for you so that you can get some context then we'll get back into it and honestly i'm gonna say this like and i'm probably hey whatever here it is i feel like women should give men that are faithful credit for that like women will act like it's the same thing as a woman being faithful and it's like it's not the same thing like honestly it's not but i just <laughs> okay. feel like what you said is true because like i haven't cheated since october 2016. That's fire. And I, that shit feel like being sober. Like, like literally, Bruh, like I like, write that down, like, in my mindfulness And I goals. feel like, and the reason why I say this, because I feel like if women gave men credit for that, then men would appreciate it and it would encourage them to not do it more. It's almost like it's just like, like, nigga, okay, and you was being faithful, you supposed to do that. It's like, it is a difference, like, and it's just not the same thing. I feel like it just doesn't come up. If your man isn't cheating on you, then you're not talking about it because everything's fine, like, with that. True, but I'm just saying, like, if you have a dude and he's faithful, like, I think that, like, you don't necessarily have to say thank you for being right, faithful. Baby, did you cheat yeah, today? exactly. You don't gotta Come say on. thank you for being faithful. I'm just saying that. <laughs> Go <laughs> star. It should be it should be looked at and given credit to. You get what I'm saying? Like, in my opinion, because it's like it's something that like is not an easy thing to it's do. It's hard for, for women to not cheat too, though. Y'all gotta give uh, us credit. What? Too. That's what I'm saying. It's all like, kinda, like, it's not just breaking bags flying around and. Some some women. I know these Birkin bags. No more some buying women. bags for bitches that can't afford one. That can't afford one. one. 2020, man. That's what I'm saying. Like, No, but I'll tell you why I give myself credit. I give myself credit because I feel like... like when I was cheating, I was feeding my ego. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, that's literally that's all really it what is. it is. That's all yeah. it is. That's it's really all what it is. all the ego play. So being that I haven't done that in four years, I realized that I'm not leading with ego anymore. Yeah. I don't have that yeah. wounded ego anymore. Exactly. You know what I mean? I feel exactly. more whole and healed. Now, before I get into why this reasoning, pun intended, actually makes sense, I do need to say this for the record. I totally 100% agree with reason on this. And in as much as I know that this might probably be a good time to end the podcast, please hold up, continue listening, I will explain myself. I totally agree with what reason is saying on this. I think to some degree, men need to start being gifted or credited for being faithful. Yes, I get it. It doesn't seem like it's entirely fair. Hell, it seems like you're gifting someone for something that they should already be doing. But let's think about it like this. If you consider how cheating has been normalized in this day and age, and you look at the number of men that cheat, and you see how easy it is for guys to cheat nowadays, then it does make sense. You really need to start giving credit where credit is due. And being faithful is something that I feel is credit worthy. Now, in as much as, yes, women can also cheat as well, it's different for guys. I think it's a hell of a lot easier for a guy to get into the whole act of cheating than it is for a lady. Because if you compare the number of people that hit up a woman's DMs when they're in a relationship as opposed to when they're single, you can clearly see that when they're in a relationship and people know that this baby is in a relationship, there's more guys that'll back off. With guys, it's the exact opposite. 
the laws are inversely proportional to guys in that situation because whenever a guy gets into a relationship you will find that it's like all of a sudden out of nowhere the girls that blue ticked you the women that told you that you're not worth their time the ones that blocked you for some reason they just pop out of nowhere and they start hitting you up and i am not saying this from my experience alone I am saying this because this is something that every single one of the guys that I chill with and talk to, as well as others, usually says the exact same thing. You go, you get into a relationship and suddenly that babe that stopped talking to you, I don't know how many eons ago, just picks up the phone and is like, hey, it's been a while. I saw you're around. So how about we catch up? And at that point, it's like you're suddenly feeling choosy. And it, it doesn't just stop with one that didn't talk to you way back when. Even the more recent ones, it's like suddenly people realize that you have a glow up for some reason, I don't know how, but it's like you have a glow up and because of that, you're suddenly attractive. Like this is the rule of law for guys that exist in the day of today and now, because for some reason, we don't know how, but it's like the universe usually communicates to women and tells them, you know what, this guy got into a relationship, we should probably mess it up. And that's just how it usually ends up looking. So maybe it's unfortunate that your mans happened to be in a situation where the spirit was strong but the flesh was weak and he happened to give up the goods. Does that mean that he's a bad person? No, he just suddenly had an influx of choices. So yes, it does become harder for a guy to stay faithful when they get into a relationship. And I kid you not, this is something that can actually be backed up with science. Because in a 2014 study in a university, I think it was in Brazil or something, got a couple of hundred girls and the idea was they were supposed to rank the person that they want to be in a long-term relationship with. And they pretty much circulated this thing where it was one guy that would move on his own, then there was another guy that would move around with one girl next to him, then there was another one that would move with two girls, then three girls, and four girls, then I think five, six, and seven. And... After a while, once they went, they did all their rankings and their rankings were collected, all of them were rated out. And I kid you not, the lowest ranked was the guy that was moving alone. And the highest ranked was the one that used to move with two girls. Now, those with four and above were second lowest, apparently because it shows that this guy is a player, thus they're probably not a good long-term partner. Now, the highest two were the guy that had two girls with him and the guy that had one girl with him and the logic behind that was with the one girl and with the two girls it was sort of a way of saying that this is a tried and tested person and they'd probably make a good partner and the logic behind that is women subconsciously go and select mates and because the effect of them choosing the wrong long-term partner is more long-term, they usually have to be a little bit more careful. Now, because they have to be more careful, they would rather pick a tried and tested formula rather than go and sort of do the whole trial and error thing with different partners. Because if they have the long-term effects, say take for example, bad DNA giving you a not so genetically blessed child, then it would be an issue for the woman. The man can probably run off and become a deadbeat. So obviously, with that frame of logic, it just means that if you're a more faithful guy, then there's going to be more women that will want to come after you. And the more women that will want to come after you, 
the more it looks like there's a ton of dessert on the table and the more tempted you are. And thus, because of that, it just means that if if you're being faithful, it means that you're denying yourself to a certain level. Like Charlemagne said, it's almost like you're sober for the entire time and yet you're used to drinking. So with this frame of logic, I definitely have to agree because it's harder for us when we get into a relationship because that's when the girls want us. But when we go single, that's when no one wants us and the supposed glow disappears. So honestly, I think ladies need to start gifting their mans simply because they are being faithful and that's something to be appreciated. And hell, maybe that'll even help us give you our phones to check it a little bit more just so that you can run your progress and see, you know what, my mans for the past five years has been giving women the cold shoulder. He's been dropping them blue ticks. He's been blocking them on social media. Hell, he doesn't even like these girls' photos anymore. You know what? I might as well buy him a PS5. And guess what? You start doing that, this guy is gonna be completely faithful. It'll increase the chances of him being faithful because he knows if he is faithful, he will be rewarded. Because normally, being faithful as a guy is almost like a duty rather than a privilege or something that you'd like because when you listen to women talking there's a certain sense of pride when they say my man when they say my hubby wait till you listen to the rest of us homies there's times when we'll be like eh, well i have to go home when when the boys are starting to ask what the problem is they're like I don't want my wife making noise. I don't want my mama making noise for me. I don't want shorty to bring issues because they know they have to be home because they have a babe that's going to start asking questions. And the whole thing is they're in the relationship and yes, they're happy in the relationship, but sometimes it just makes it harder for them to be in the relationship. So if you reward them for it, guess what? There's a pretty good chance that they're going to enjoy being in that relationship. And guess what? They'll probably leave the homie's house when they're smiling because they clearly do not want to miss out on the opportunity to get the PS5 at the end of the year. Just saying. I'm just saying. And yes, I get it. Women can be offered the Birkin bags. But let's be honest about one thing. Those Birkin bags are probably fake. So it doesn't really make sense you leaving your man for someone who supposedly claims to have more money just for them to give you a fake Birkin bag. Just say. Now, just so you know, the PS5 isn't the only gift that you can gift your partner. I just figured I'd use that because it's one of the things that a lot of boys, a lot of men would actually love. As opposed to some of the gifts that you people buy all the time, which includes and is not limited to socks and ties. Because clearly some of y'all lack the creativity and the ingenuity to come up with a good gift that would actually make a man happy. But anyways, I want to know your thoughts on this. Do you think that men should be credited for being faithful in the relationship? Or do you think that this is something that they should have been doing since day one? The DMs are open. The handle on IG is at Breaktime on Westside. On Facebook, it is also at Breaktime on Westside. And on Twitter, you can slide into my personal DMs at Bagaka the D, the B and the D are capital. I will catch you guys on the next break. Take care. <laughs>